This is the Barbecue Central Show Archives. The Barbecue Central Show airs live each Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and is brought to you by the Barbecue Guru, makers of automatic temperature control devices and a host of other products that make your barbecue and grilling life easier. Visit them online at thebbqguru.com or call them 800-288-GURU. And by Big Papa Smokers, creators of fabulous rubs, online retailer of grills, accessories, apparel, and creators of their own barbecue contests. Visit them online at BigPapaSmokers.com. And by Butcher Barbecue, creators of injections and rubs, sweeping the nation, doing well in competitions and in the backyard. You can visit them at ButcherBBQ.com. And by Stephen DeFranco Jewelers, official jeweler of the Barbecue Central Show. Call 440-943-2700. And use key term barbecue brother when you talk to Steve or visit them online at stephendefranco.com. And by Green Mountain Grills, one of the best pellet grills you can get on the market today. Varying sizes, not only for your capacity of cooking, but for your budget as well. Visit greenmountaingrills.com for more information. And by El Diablo Mustard. Looking for a little bit of heat and flavor and regular old yellow mustard? El Diablo has you covered. Six different flavors to choose from currently. And you can find them at eldiablomustard.com and by cookingpellets.com. Have a pellet-driven cooker? Why not try out some of the best pellets on the market and will not void any of your warranties, by the way? Cookingpellets.com is the website. And by CookShack, a premier manufacturer of electric and pellet-driven cookers, giving barbecue classes located in Ponca City, Oklahoma. Always running some kind of a special deal. Check them out at cookshack.com. This is Chad Hayden with Moonshiners Barbecue, the 19th annual Jack Daniels World Barbecue Champion, and this is Barbecue Central. So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure it's safe? Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike the match, and... Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea. All right, good evening, and welcome to the really big barbecue central show, everybody. Hey, everybody. Uh, this is the show that talks about all things important in the world of barbecue and grilling. We broadcast live and direct from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio. It is the barbecue capital of the North Coast. I am your program host, Greg Rempe. Happy to have you aboard here on your Tuesday. If you want to jump in on the show tonight, more than happy to have you. A phone call, 216-220-0966. You can also email the show if you would care to, greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. Anything else you want to find out about the web show, of course, uh, or the website, uh, anything else you want to find out about the show can be found at the website, the BBQ Central Show.com. And here's what's happening on the show tonight. Uh, because I know you didn't get the newsletter because, quite frankly, I didn't send it. Very busy. I'm extremely busy. Got to hire an intern. But coming up on the show tonight, in about 13 minutes from now, a freshly crowned, a goal achieving, 
a pitmaster success from the ground up, from the great state, and maybe I'm the only one that would ever say this, from the great state of Kentucky, Donnie Bray joins us on the show to talk about winning or who is now your reigning 2014 Kansas City Barbecue Society Team of the Year. Uh, we will uh, get into a little bit of a recap tonight with Donnie. We'll talk about winning the event or uh, winning the title, which he was very close to winning last year. We'll talk about the season in general, things that he might have planned for the upcoming 2015 season. The obvious question, of course, is are you going to try and repeat? Uh, I don't think, at least in recent years, and that would probably go close to a decade, uh, that there has been any type of a repeat Kansas City Barbecue Society Team of the Year winner. Close, for sure. But I don't know if there's ever been uh, a repeat since I've been doing this show. Donnie has been cooking well now two years in a row. So uh, the smart money would tell you that if he's going to be doing the same type of competition caseload that he did this year and the previous year where he just uh, missed out on Team of the Year to True Bud Barbecue, uh, literally in the last contest of 2013, that uh, he is in prime position to be the first team to repeat maybe ever, uh, but definitely in a, a substantial amount of time in that sanctioning body. So Donnie Bray joining us in about 11 minutes from now. And then coming up at 9.35, you've seen her here on the show a number of times. She's got her own spot on the website called Connie's Recipe Corner. My mom, Connie Rampey, will be joining us at 9.35 to talk about something very important. Look, when I think about Christmas, not only do I think about succulent gifts coming my way because I have been a very good boy each and every year of my life, and quite frankly, I deserve to be heaped upon with lavish gifts, monies, liquors, and the like. No illicit drugs, please. Aside from all of that, I also think about a piece of beef, a piece of beef that uh, many people cook for this holiday of the year. A lot of people cook at all times of year, too. But as I said last year, this is something that uh-oh, this is something that kind of falls into the same vein for me as Thanksgiving turkey, something that you're like, well, this year, I, after Thanksgiving this year, I'm really going to cook turkey more. Well, for me, it's after Christmas. I'm really going to cook prime rib more, and that's what we're going to get into, prime rib. That's it. Uh, coming up at, uh, so that's Connie Recipes Corner, and then coming up at uh, the 1014 time break, a year-in-review style show with host himself, Chad Ward of Whiskey Bent Party. So looking forward to that. Let me introduce you to something. If you're not a native of New York for decades and, uh, dare I say, generations, at Christmas time on Christmas Eve, 11 Alive, WPIX, both on the radio and on the TV, simulcast a Yule Log, and I thought, man, I would love to bring that to the Central Lights, and this year, damn it, I have done it. So join me as I broadcast live and direct. From the Yule Log itself, ladies and gentlemen, that's right, two hours 
of Christmas tunes, the likes you have heard many, many times before uh, in front of a uh, lovely crackling fire. Not too close. It's hot. It's hot. But I will be uh, doing the show in front of the Yule Log for the entire ship with music, replete with music. So if you uh, try and find this show in uh, archive on YouTube, I got to admit, it's like 50-50 that this is going to get ripped because there's music playing in the background, but some schmuck put this together already on YouTube and it hasn't been ripped down, so I don't think that there's any reason that uh, the Yule Log should be ripped off of the YouTube replay of this show. But as I look back on my Utes, <clears throat> growing up in uh, born and bred in the upstate New York, Saratoga Springs, uh, we would venture down to a... I guess a economic hotbed back in the day uh, in the southern tier of New York State, known as Hornell, New York. Shout out to all my peeps in Hornell. And uh, that's where Grandma LaPiana lived. That's uh, my mom's mom. And we would go there every single Christmas. I think there was one Christmas that I remember as a kid that we didn't go there. But every other Christmas, even through college and uh, post-college for a few years, we would go to Hornell, New York, we would have Christmas there. My cousins would come up, uh, my mom's sisters, my cousins on that side, Scott, Bill. And uh, every Christmas Eve, you would turn on Channel 11, WPIX, and here's what you would find on Christmas Eve, this roaring fire, these great old-timey standards of Christmas majesty, the soundtrack of Christmas, the standards as they call it, in the music business. And this would play for two hours. I was talking to my father, uh, Bill Rep. you've uh, seen my father on the show, but shout out to Pops. There is some thought that in the beginnings, like this thing used to stretch back into the 70s, I think, maybe even earlier than that, where it could have been four hours long. So this thing would just show up on television. You're wrapping your gifts on Christmas Eve. You're enjoying some libations, eating some hors d'oeuvres, telling lies, and really amping up for the day that uh, is set in front of you the following day, Christmas Day. But this was the, this was the, I mean, I remember Christmas days were great and you get all the cash of prizes and gifts. And of course, there was that one Christmas that ruined my life forever when my mom wrapped 70 pairs of socks all singles in the single sock form because I wanted the most gifts. So she took apart all the socks and wrapped them individually. And it's not funny. I've never, I've never forgotten about it. One day, Mom, you're going to get it. But aside from that Christmas, which I vaguely remember, Christmas Eve with the Yule Log, with these songs, and the memories of sitting in 400 Seneca Lane in Hornell, New York, or Road Drive, going to the Elmhurst, getting orange coolers, going to uh, church on uh, Christmas Eve night, listening to Father Man sing off, Oh, holy night, you're bright as That's how he sang. On key, Father Man was the man. And we would get home and turn on this the uh, Yule Log and get ready for uh, Christmas Day. 
And uh, this is a, a huge memory for me for Christmas. And I figure since Christmas is just a few days away, why not uh, let me share in a tradition uh, that I have enjoyed for years with the Central Lights. So enjoy the Yule Log for the full two hours of the show. It'll go in and out, obviously. But as uh, guests come on, we will be rip-roaring with them as well. No pun intended with the fire, of course. And uh, we're off and running. All right. Uh, Folks, let me talk to you about Cook Shack. First of all and foremost, happy holidays from Cook Shack. They are so thankful for other customers, vendors, dealers, distributors, employees. They send a special wish to all the listeners of the Barbecue Central Show for the prosperous, happy, healthy, and tasty new year. Cook Shack manufactures electric smokers, pellet-fired smoker ovens, pellet-fired charbroilers, and pellet grills. They're also... Selling accessories, sauces, rubs, woods, and pellets to use in the ovens and grills with a variety of sizes and styles. Cook Shack can fit the needs of any customer. Cook Shack provides commercial and competition cooking classes, online recipes, and a video cooking classroom. Check out their websites at cookshack.com, also pelletcooker.com. Their blog and social media groups at Facebook, on the Twitter, Pinterest, Google+, Instagram, LinkedIn. They also have a world-class barbecue forum that is moderated by the one and only Smokinoki, Russ Garrett. On the competition circuit, Cook Shack pellet-fired smokers are the choice of champs. Teams from coast to coast and Canada use their smokers and pellet grills to get to the winner's circle. The FEC 100 can handle all four meat categories with ease. The Fast Eddies by Cook Shack PG 1000 and 500 are pellet grills. They can smoke on the indirect side and grill on the direct side. That's right. You can do both on one. Your purchase comes with Cook Shack's unconditioned 30-day money-back guarantee. Buy and use any Cook Shack product. And if you are not 100% satisfied, you return it within 30 days for a refund. For a credit or for a replacement, no questions asked. What does that mean? means you can cook on it as much as you want for 28 days. On the 29th day, if you decide it's not for you, you can call them, you can return it back, you're going to get all your money. Come on, who are you kidding? They continue to develop and improve their products with an inspiration of smoking made simple. Cook Shack is dedicated to crafting smoker ovens for genuine pit barbecue and wood-smoked foods. They would love to share their passion for barbecue with you, so give them a call at 800-423-0698. That's 800 800- 423-0698 or visit cookshack.com or pelletcooker.com. The good, sh- uh, the good folks over at Cook Shack, appreciate their support this year. Look forward to 2015 with them for sure. Uh, we're coming back with Donnie Bray of Warren County Pork Choppers. The Ulog all two hours. We're locked and loaded. It's going to be a great show. Come back for Donnie Bray, and we will see you here in just a minute. Live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe.
All right, we are back. Uh, 216-220-0966. Greg at the BBQ Centralshow.com. If you want to jump in on the show tonight, uh, still to come at 935, my mom talking prime rib. But first, someone who was oh so close last year but was able to get over the hump this year. Let's go ahead and race over to the hotline and welcome back friend of the show and your new reigning KCBS team of the year, Donnie Bray, Warren County Pork Choppers, joining us on the show. Donnie, how are you, buddy? Good. How about you? I'm doing absolutely uh, fabulous, Donnie. Uh, don't worry. In the background, you hear the uh, subtle tones of the Eulogue, which I used to listen to when I was just a youth growing up in uh, the southern tier of New York State. This is something that played on television while we wrapped gifts and so forth. So uh, just figured to get us in the spirit. Uh, Donnie, before we get into the, to the, uh, the deconstruction of 2014 and uh, kind of culminating into that uh, championship that you were hoping for. Uh, do you have like favorite Christmas traditions or or memories that you could share with us tonight? Since we're kind of getting into that portion. Oh wow! I guess uh, I guess my family's uh, tradition is uh, had been last several years that we do eggs Benedict and a big breakfast mm. uh, on Christmas morning. Uh, even though my children's grown and now we're expecting grandchildren, I believe that that's one of our biggest traditions. Uh, now, are you doing the eggs Benedict uh, boil or uh, poached eggs? Yes. Uh-huh. And do you have a secret to poaching eggs? Because evidently, that's uh, you would think cooking a perfectly cooked brisket is one of the hardest things to do, but evidently, poaching eggs is might be even harder than that. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is. I, I change up all the time. Good, easy way of doing it. It's just uh, do it um, in a bowl of water in a microwave. does them really well, but I actually have the pans that poach them. But um, trying to get them to, the, to what everybody uh, uh, state that they like them in is very hard. I don't like poaching eggs. It's a job that I maybe I did too well. 20 years ago, and I can't get out of it. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, traditions are a thing of beauty. I'm glad to see that you're carrying them on out there in uh, Kentucky as well. All right, Donnie, and we're talking with Donnie Bray, uh, Pitmaster Warren County Pork Choppers. You know, at, at this time last year, we were talking about how it was just short. It came down to the last competition of the year in 2013 between you and uh, Tim Grant of True Bud Barbecue, and you told me. Uh, next year in 2014, the, the drive is going to be to, to overcome and to secure Team of the Year honors for Warren County Pork Choppers. Lo and behold, uh, here we are uh, all the way at the end of the year here in 2014, and you are a freshly crowned 2014 uh, KCBS Team of the Year champ. So I guess in an overall sense, Donnie, uh, how do you gauge the year and how do you feel being able to say, hey, this is what I want to do? a year ago, and boom, here you are a year later with what your goals were. Well, I think it's a God-sent blessing because I wanted it so bad, uh, getting so close with the, with the tie with 2,940 points with me and Tim last year, and, and you know, that uh, finding out that there was a tiebreaker and, and not being able to get that point, um, it, you know, it was a... Uh, it was a situation that um, I think that I think my want for it is, was a blessing that I got because you know this is a game of luck. Um, there's a lot of great cooks out there, and 
you got to do it perfectly and then be lucky. So I did take a little advice uh, when uh, Tim and I, or when I tied Tim last year, um, that was uh, uh, down in uh, in Florida. I talked with uh, with Darren with Iowa Smokey D's, and he told me, you know, he's pretty straightforward, and he said, I know what I need to do. Or I know what I would do if I was going to try to go for team of the year. He said, I just cook big contests and try to win them. And, you know, I took his advice, and that was exactly what I did. I, I didn't uh, I didn't steer away from from the large contest, and, and then I was lucky to win those. And you get those max 300-point uh, contests, and, you know, you're not having to cancel so many out. But I'm going to put a lot of it being a – being a blessing and lucky to get back the second year. I won't, uh, and being persistent. Donnie Bray, Warren County Pork Choppers, joining me. Uh, Donnie, you know, when you have conversations with a guy like uh, Darren Worth or, you know, some of the other guys that have been up and down the roads and have won a number of times, uh, and you get that counsel, you apply it, and then you're able to, to kind of get to that overall. Do, do you look at, 2015 with a with a same type of a mindset uh, obviously you win it you want to enjoy it the easy question is going to be is there going to be a run for Warren County Pork Choppers in 2015 to try and repeat and as I said in the open I can't remember since the time I've been doing the show which has been uh, seven eight years a couple years in a podcast form before that where any team in uh, the sanctioning body of KCBS has they've been able to string back-to-back KCBS championship so is that something that you would like to do or winning it now is what you wanted to do and 2015 doesn't hold the same uh, type of goal set well you know I, I won't mess with karma by saying I never used that term that you that you used I won't even repeat it back to you <laughs> uh, but I, I won't say that I'll say I'll go out and try to be the best that I can be um I've got a, a new trailer that I, after the third one I got designed that's really comfortable and, and uh, um, you know, got some new recipes that I've been working on that I'm really excited about. So uh, I'm actually cooking my first contest January 9th. I'm cooking Denver before uh, even the award banquet. Um, I, I'm, I'm still, you know, going to put a lot of effort in it. I don't know where I would come up. Uh, but because I, I know a lot of people would do um, the same, so uh, I see you. I think the only way I could answer your question is you'll see me cooking uh, the, that 35 to 40 contest again next year. As long as uh, got a pretty bad back, as long as I can hold out, I think I'll continue to do that. Donnie, as you look back over the course of this year, by and large, Warren County Pork Choppers was sitting atop. The KCBS Team of the Year leaderboard, if you go to the KCBS uh, website, uh, a couple drop-offs here and there. And, and then there was a definitive point when uh, the guy that you had just mentioned, Darren Worth from Iowa Smokey D, started to prop up. And it looked like that there was a, a specific point where he could have decided to try and, and make a run for that. Uh, I did have conversation with him uh, at, at that point when it looked like he was uh, well within striking distance if he was going to try to make the run. And, you know, to me it's always funny. Because you have pitmasters or, or teams out there that have, they want to do well in competitions, but maybe, you know, team of the year, even if it's in sight, isn't something that they're really shooting for. If they fall into it, 
then, okay, yeah, we, we did that. Uh, and there's other teams like yourself that say, hey, we're going to go, and we're, we were so close last year, we're going to do it this year, and you did it. Um, were you worried that Darren was going to try and uh, steer in at all and, and try and uh, grab that KCBS championship from you at some point later in that year? Uh, oh, definitely. You know, and, and he had so many accomplishments this year. He won every big thing that was out there, you know, and, and uh, I got lucky about the time that you're saying where he, uh, where he got close. Uh, you know, I, I got lucky and, and got a couple of wins, and that's the only – if I hadn't have done that, and it, it just wouldn't have happened for me. And then I had a, a dry streak from about the end of uh, August, you know, I had about 10, 12 weeks that, you know, uh, I had two or three really bad finishes and then had a whole lot of seconds and thirds that, you know, just don't give you points when you get to that. So, yes, I was very afraid of uh, – you know, uh, what he would do. And, you know, he's the type of person that, that uh, had, had he wanted that, I think he would have probably took it from me. But I don't think that his heart was in that. He was, he was uh, you know, just, uh, I don't think that mattered as much as it did to me. And then there was Tim coming back. And I've become good <laughs> friends with, with uh, Darren and Tim. And uh, Tim was setting, and I don't know if everybody keeps up with points, but how that works. But at the end of the year, Tim had a couple of 250 points that he could knock off, and that's what you do. You keep 10, and then your lowest your lowest score is the gain, and that's all you get. Uh, and he had two 250s, which was really low. So he could have, if he'd hit a couple of 300-point contests, which is max 50 teams, then uh, he could have he could have closed the deal too. So I was running hard from uh, from both of those guys. Yeah, I mean, you finished with a, a 29-36, which was you know four points shy of the effort last year. Uh, Iowa Smokey D's was right there at 28-52. And then uh, the guy you just mentioned, uh, Tim Grant at True Bud Barbecue, 28-39. So, you know, once again, a very close, uh, hotly contested uh, team of the year race. And, you know, for a guy like me, it's exciting to see it uh, kind of year in, year out, where it's not somebody. There's been years past where somebody's gotten into late July or early August, and boom, they have run away from the field, and it's pretty much cruise control. Which you know, from a a a, a sports talk uh, perspective, is not necessarily as exciting. But uh, I'm sure, and I'm sure you would much rather be in that position, right, where you've run away from the field, and it's a little less stressful. But uh, you know, from a from a fanatical standpoint, it's uh, certainly exciting to see it all kind of come down to the end. Uh, when you reference the the streak in in August there, where you kind of went uh, down a little bit for ten to twelve weeks, how are you able to track maybe what's falling off, or, or what are you tracking that's falling off, and what kind of adjustments are you making, if any, to try and right the ship, if you will? Well, most of the you know some of the adjustments was you know just try to not to go to areas that you seem to be lacking in. You know, and, and there is regions of barbecue, but there's also just places that seem to be more uh, forgiving to to teams. You know, and and mine is uh, Florida and and Tennessee, uh, Georgia a little bit. You know, but uh, when I seen I was having trouble, I did alter some of the places. You know, I I actually. Um, pulled out of contest to try to go to contests that I thought might be a little bit more forgiving to me. 
Uh, I, I, you know, and I didn't ask for my money back or anything like that as a donation, but I did make a couple of three moves this year that would be to try to get myself into position. And uh, I just barely cracked the the shell of thinking. I'm talking a lot with Tim Grant, and I mean, he he really thinks that thinks it out as far as for individual categories and and has it all broke down and. You know, I just got, I'm like a mule pulling a plow. I just put the blinders on and just get down and dig hard. But there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of little uh, strategic things that you can do. Uh, And I did that just a couple of times to try to get out of that. And then once I got over the hump of that little bit of a bad streak, uh, uh, it it started working a lot better. And that came up. That didn't come go straight back to wind. That started coming up into second or third. place finish and then rode that out for a while and then got, and then hit a couple more grand. Donnie Bray, Warren County Pork Choppers, joining us here on the show talking about the uh, KCBS Team of the Year win this year, your reigning champ now through next year. Uh, Donnie, when you look into 2015, obviously you mentioned you're going to be trying to do a similar amount of competitions that you did this year, uh, the year before last two when you were so close. You also mentioned new recipes. Typically, a team that is doing well, that has captured a number of wins, uh, maybe has a uh, an overall championship like you got now, isn't uh, overly anxious to go ahead and change up anything. But uh, I guess uh, was wondering if you couldn't give us a little insight onto maybe what you weren't uh, satisfied with or uh, what you were looking to bring to the judges' table that you thought was lacking in these new recipes for next year. Well, uh, chicken has been been something that's sort of up and down for me. Um, done really good. I think uh, I think my chase trying to catch Tim last year uh, switched over after Laughlin uh, contest. Switched over, started cooking legs, uh, run that for a while, and it seemed to it that brought me up and and got me where I was at. Uh, sort of run it the legs sort of run its course. I went back to uh, went back to size, and then it started coming back around again, uh, along with some. Uh, Trying some new rubs, uh, simply marvelous rubs, and some of the California stuff uh, really, uh, really seems to hit. And uh, I got me a program going with that, with a couple of, a uh, couple of categories, and it seemed to work good here at the end. And uh, uh, it's not anything I'm, I, I feel like I've already got the program that I want uh, for 2015, but. I think you're going to see in 2015 a lot of people, as we say here in the country, there's a lot of people uh, got in the chicken house this and got the taste of blood in their mouth this year. So uh, one really good team smoked me silly from, you know, here in uh, Alabama, uh, southern team, and, and uh, not to ever leave out Scott Smith from uh, Hugh and Stewart and Bruin. He was doing extremely well, made it. Uh, and Checker Pig, you know, he's uh, he made it. Up there wasn't even counting on points and made it up. I think he's in the third or fourth spot. But all of these teams that really sort of got that taste of blood in their mouth, I think you're going to see them, along with the people that that was already trying. You're going to see one big race in 2015. So that's why I'm I'm going ahead and getting off the porch early and you know get out there. And, uh, it's just practice, practice, practice. You got to take it serious and cook every weekend. Uh, obviously, Donnie, uh, another thing that you've gotten into, and I track your progress on the Facebook, not in a stalker fashion, but just as an interested 
uh, a person that's a fan of uh, the team. You have the big uh, barn that you've been uh, kind of renovating and getting into for classes and some other things. Uh, obviously, I believe you said you had a class coming up uh, next month in, in January, maybe. And uh, do you look to, to take or to offer more classes in uh, 2015? Well, um, I, I did four this year, and I'll probably do that many possibly next year. We've got two now that, that we're uh, – and both of those, I think, are, are full. But, uh, you know, the – the uh, the building that had a lot of multiple purposes, and then uh, we didn't know that we was going to move the classroom into it, but sort of getting high-tech, you know, wanted to do something, really have a good time with that, really enjoy talking to people. Um, it's been hard on me. I, I um, You know, Indiana and Ohio is where a lot of my students came from, and I just I can't cross the river no more. So they give me a, the butt whooping I deserve, I guess. But uh, <laughs> that's the bad thing about it. But the good thing is I really, really enjoy it. Um, so we went high tech with this with 3D 100-inch uh, projectors and sound systems and just making it a really, you know, uh, upper-end deal. And I'll do that until I get tired of it or, or it gets to be a burden. But I don't know exactly how much of it I'll do. I won't let it interfere with being able to stay out on the road because that's where all my friends are and really enjoy uh, Friday nights and fish tacos and all the things that we do. I'm addicted to it, so I don't see me letting up until that addiction goes away. There you go. Uh, Donnie Bray is the pitmaster of Warren County Pork Choppers. Uh, he is your new KCBS Team of the Year. Uh, so close last year, able to lynch it uh, or... Uh, uh, Get it cinched down for this year, uh, finally. And uh, Donnie, as uh, a, a fan of the team, as I said uh, just a few minutes ago, happy to see you uh, pull it out this year. And uh, kind of great to hear you say, hey, we're going we're gonna to shoot to win it this year and then win it, and now we're able to talk about it end of the year. I uh, wish you and your family a uh, Merry Christmas coming up here in a couple days, and uh, good luck next year. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you very much. You got it. There he is, Donnie Bray, everybody. Warren County Pork Choppers. And a uh, winning on the uh, competition circuit. Not only in uh, individual events, but, yeah. Able to get the win for KCBS Team of the Year. And again, it was so close last year. And I remembered clear as a bell him saying, yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's frustrating that we're not there this year. Going to the tie break. Literally the last competition of the year. Um, but next year, that's the goal. We're going to come back. We're going to try even harder. We're going to refine some things. And uh, we're going to get out there and, and put the pedal to the metal. Come out with a KCBS Team of the Year title. Sure enough, they did. Congratulations to Donnie and T. Warren County Pork Choppers, your uh, KCBS team of the year. All right, folks, if you are like me, then you're always looking to step up the barbecue and grilling game. No better or easier way to do that than by adding a little butcher barbecue to your arsenal. Uh, we all know that Butcher's Barbecue is well known for their injections, the pork, the beef, the prime injection, which has combined... All the things loved from their beef injection using its award-winning flavor enhancer 
its ability to keep your brisket juicy. They have combined it with what has become the competition standard in beef flavor, available for sale right now on ButcherBBQ.com. Don't forget about the Bird Booster as well. You can find that at ButcherBBQ.com too. Bird Booster really taking over the uh, poultry injection universe. Now, perhaps you're looking for a go-to rub or sauce. Friends, you've hit the mother load here as well. Butcher's Barbecue, a full line of award-winning rubs. One of my personal favorites is the steak and brisket rub. Of course, you know I love the honey rub. I am pretty much out. Greg, did you see that Lowe's, at least in my area, is carrying the mini eye grill now? Yes, I did know that. Thank you for saying We might have mentioned that on the show two weeks ago uh, from friend of the show, John Dawson, seeing it one of his Lowe's, believe it or not. Uh, I love the honey rub. You got to try it. Uh, Try the premium rub. Do me a favor. Try the premium rub, especially if you inject with butchers, because it is formulated to work with the injection, a perfect one-two punch to impress judges and friends alike. Last but not least, Butcher's Barbecue Sweet Barbecue Sauce. We all know when it comes to sauce, I'm very picky. Doing a little station ID behind me. Not overly sweet, a nice slice of tang, just right amount of back-end heat. No liquid smoke. I love that the most. Grab a box of six. It's going to go fast. Here's what you do. You head on over to ButcherBBQ.com. You stock up now. Anything that totals over $200 ships for free, so you're not going to break the bank on the shipping after you've ordered all the stuff. And go to ButcherBBQ.com. That's ButcherBBQ.com. Always trust your butcher. All right, we are back with Connie's Recipe Corner. We're touching on prime rib tonight. So we don't screw the big piece of beef up. Nobody wants to do that. And we will set you straight and make sure that your prime rib is on point. Barbecue Central Show on the Barbecue Central Network. Stick around. We'll be right there. Seven seven four four eight zero four three three to get on the air. Now here's your host, Greg Rampy. All right, we are back. Two one six two two zero zero nine six six. Greg at the BBQ Central Show dot com. Uh, the two ways to get in touch with me. Uh, thanks again to Donnie Bray. Warren County Pork Choppers, KCBS Team of the Year now, freshly minted, crowned, and or otherwise. Uh, don't forget, coming up at 1014, Chadley Von Ward of Whiskey Bend Barbecue will be joining us. And uh, now we will, look, don't screw up the prime rib, right? That's the mantra that I will be living and breathing come Thursday. Well, I'll probably start thinking about it tomorrow night, I'll be honest scared shitless. They got a 12-pounder that cost me 160 bucks, and I don't want to screw it up. However, luckily, we do have a expert in the industry to talk prime rib tonight. Uh, uh-oh, I've uh, hit the wrong button here, and we'll get back into it. Uh, 
I know her as a prime rib cook uh, extraordinaire. I also know her as uh, a guest of the show who has her own uh, show title, Connie's Recipe Corner. It happens to be my mom, Connie Rempe, joining us here on the show. Mom, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing absolutely fabulous. All right, now hold on a second. I got to do something tricky here. Got to add Skype video. There you are. There I am. Right. I'm getting feedback. You are? Yeah. Yeah, probably because the damn music is playing. Okay. Hold on one second. I got to get another another take here. There we go. I think that'll look better. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's better. And all right. There you are. Now you're in front of the fire, too. Thank goodness. Oh, I am nice and toasty. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's the way you need. You got to be nice. Now, uh, do you do you have the Yule log going on behind you? The real Yule log, or is that just a fake fire, or what? That's a fake fire. Yeah. Come All on. Right. Who are you kidding? <laughs> I know a real Yule log when I see it. That's right. We actually do have the Yule log, but uh, it, that is not it. Yeah. That's like uh, you have. Oh wait, Dad said you do have it on DVDs. Yes, we do. Uh, are, do you hear the music underneath us? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is it too annoying? No, all right. So of course it's lovely. It's WPIX simulcast, baby. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is, uh, this is Christmas. This takes me right back. I know. Just like it was yeah. yesterday. All right. Um, right. All right. So here we go. Um, the, the topic of the evening tonight is prime rib. Now, typically I'm not uh, in a position where I'm cooking uh, any holiday meal. Um, usually it's my mother-in-law. Uh, for many, of course, it was you uh, a couple weeks ago when we were uh, down in uh, Sarasota cooking uh, thank, or having a Thanksgiving with everybody. Um, although I, we did, we did fry up some stuff together, which we talked about the last time you were on. No. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I don't know what other people associate dinner-wise with Christmas, uh, but for me, I like to think of Christmas as the night of, uh, or late afternoon, of prime rip. So yeah. I have gone to Barb and Patty's Butcher Palace in beautiful Mentor, Ohio, and secured no less than 12 pounds of prime rib succulents. And then they're like, okay, uh, here you go. This is how much it's going to cost. And I was like, oh, no. (laughs) Panic. I can't screw it up. So, of course, I lobbed the phone call to you, and I was like, oh, my God, I've just spent $758,000 on a piece of beef. What are we going to do? I always feel when I cook it the same way. It's like panic. Holy moly. So uh, I guess uh, if if nobody has, this is going to be advice you should probably use for the next time you're going to prime rib. However, uh, how do you go about figuring out how much prime rib you should buy? What's your method? Um, I guess what they say is a pound per person is usually good wow or a half it's all the court for us we're having a seven pound prime rib all right. which is four bones yeah um but there are actually three people eating it as, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes sir so you know we're cutting off hefty chunks of yeah. beef yeah. and then having some nicely leftover for a prime rib sandwich the next Ooh, day prime ribs that's right because like turkey prime rib is absolutely phenomenal leftover you can do nice stuff with it oh yeah you could probably bread it and deep fry it if you wanted to. <laughs> i think we, we might try that like beef fondue 
Uh, all right, so uh, you get your, you call your butcher and uh, say, okay, hey, I want X pounds of uh, prime rib. Any right. other commands that you should give the butcher before you uh, put in the final order? Yes. All right. Um, have him cut the bone off the meat and then tie it back onto the meat. Um, the bones have a lot of flavor, uh -huh. but they're just a pain in the neck to have to carve through. So, uh, yeah, have them just uh, take it off the bone and tie it back on. All right. And now I've always heard the uh, uh, closer to the bone or gives you more flavor and stuff like that. You are a believer in that. If you didn't have the bone and they just kind of left it as a hunk without bone, you don't think it would be as flavorful? You know, it still can be tasty, but we we used to have it that way with just cut off the bone, and, you know, it was good. But I think that it is more flavorful with the bone left on. All right. Yeah. Um, so you get it back home, you store it, and then yeah. uh, now it's come time to cook. Right. Let's talk about pre-prep. I almost said pre-preparation. Let's talk about preparation before we get into the cooking process. What are your uh, steps of prep, if you will? Okay, you're going to obviously take it out of the refrigerator at least an hour before you go. Well, for you, maybe a couple hours before you got the or giant day. one. That's <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, let it come to room temperature. I like to put um, Worcestershire sauce liberally all over it and then uh, douse it with a liberal amount of uh, garlic powder and salt and pepper. And that's uh, that's all I'm putting on mine. Right, now, I know a lot of people like like mustards and stuff like that, but yeah. uh, I'm kind of a, a purist. What about so? I mean, you talk about garlic powder. I don't. I forget what you were telling me to make the other night. And you told uh, what were we? What did I ask you? Oh, meatballs. I was oh. making meatballs. Oh, uh, right. And you said you know good garlic powder. And so yeah. uh, I have both garlic powder and garlic salt. Um, why do? You, when or how are you delineating between I'll use garlic salt this time and garlic powder this time? Um, since I'm using my own, I use kosher salt um, to salt it with. So since I'm using salt already, I don't need salt in my garlic. So I just use the garlic powder oh. for the full strength garlic taste. Yeah, that's it. That's it. All right, so you let it sit out. You go ahead and season it up, the Worcestershire, the salt, the garlic powder. Was there anything else in there you said? Pepper. Pepper, right. Uh, uh, fresh cracked black pepper out of a mill? Yes, All right. always. Always, right. And then that's it? That is it. All right, do you let yeah. it set up for any length of time, or are you start ready to, to cook at that point? Yeah, um... Probably the best bet is early in the day. You can do all that so it has time to kind of soak in the flavor. Um, but, you know, I've also done it at the last minute. Just, you know, however much time you have. And if you, you know, think about it or don't think about it, you know, Christmas can kind of be a crazy day and you can be really busy. But, uh, yeah, I usually do it maybe a little bit ahead of time while it's sitting out marinating in the nice juices. All right. So there's a lot of different thoughts or schools of thought on how to actually cook. Uh, obviously, a right. lot of people on this show are, will probably be firing up some type of outdoor cooking appliance, whether it be a smoker or a grill or some hybrid or whatever. I'm doing it inside because, I mean, it's going to be cold and I'm a pussy. So uh, <laughs> what about, right. uh, and I know it's changed because like years ago, you were 
searing it over high heat initially, and I believe the cooking thing has changed. So uh, at this point, what information cooking-wise are we disseminating to the central lights for their prime ribs? What I have been using the last several years yeah. and what really works well for me, and it's easier than um, searing it on the stovetop, is just put it, what I do uh, before I put it in the oven is I, I have a nice shallow pan and I take several sweet onions and cut them in half and lay them over the bottom of the pan. That way it's acting like its own rack. Yeah. And then I set the prime rib right on that and then put it in the oven at 450 degrees for a half an hour. That's going to give you a nice char on the meat. Then you don't have to pan sear it on the top of the stove. And um, at 450 degrees, half an hour, then you turn the temperature down to 350. And for like a seven pound prime rib, you go in about another hour and a half and uh, it should be done pull it out of the oven you're going to let it rest for a half an hour before you carve it and uh, it, it should be nicely medium rare all right so barbecue people grilling people are inherently uh snooty with internal finishing temperature so uh you know with your seven pounder with uh you know with my 12 pounder and this is going to be a, a trick question uh, what are you shooting for finish temperature wise for uh, for your uh, meat first? I like to t take mine to 110 to 115 degrees. That's it. That's it. That's rare. Watch out! Well, you know me. I know you. Um, and uh, the more worms way, crawling out of it, the better. The <laughs> it just walks right down to my plate. Right. That, that works for me. Um. I don't know. Uh, I think that people want it more more done, can have the end pieces, and then the people that like it really rare go for the center. So this is my lead-in question. Uh, I'm having, obviously, my family for right. Christmas dinner, and then we're also having uh, Deputy Corey and his wife, Becca, and then uh, Becca's parents, uh, ah. Weeze and Carol, will be uh, joining us as well. So an extra six are in. And yes. I don't know, you know, what kind of temperature these people want. So should I be uh, trying to get a, a medium rare inside and then you're just basically cutting from farther outside to, to get the more done pieces? Or should I try and get everything, you know, or should I shoot under in general? So I'm not, uh, what's the rule of thumb? You can't, uh, you can always undercook something, put it back on a little longer and, and get it to a different temperature. But you, can, you can't bring it back, right? Yes. Yeah. And when you got that expensive a piece of beef that you have, yeah, yeah I'm uh, never wanting to cook it until it's uh, toast. All right. So uh, probably I was thinking, and correct me if my thought process is wrong here, but I was thinking because I'm, I'm guessing, and I'll double check here tonight before it's all said and done, that the majority of people are probably going to want you know more of the medium-ish of the medium okay. rare versus the medium rare or the rare of the medium rare. Uh, so okay. I'm thinking like 125 degrees. Uh, let it rest. It'll probably get up to like 130, maybe 132. And then, you know, it's a nice medium rare in the middle. But then as you get farther out, uh, that's going to be, you know, probably into the 140s, uh, 145s. I know it sounds uh, absolutely tragic to you, of course. I can see you're crying a little bit. <laughs> Sorry, it's like, oh, no. <laughs> 
you doing? <laughs> I don't know. That sounds like a, a high temp to me. Yeah? Yeah. Um, I've never had mine so rare that mm, people said, oh, you know, I can't eat that. Uh, so, I don't know. All right. Well, we're going to risk it is what we're going to do. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll uh, well, risk it in risk it in a a way that you would be acceptable with, which is go a little bit lower. And if we right. need to, we cut pieces off and stick them back in the oven for five or ten minutes. That's right. Or pop them right out on the grill. You know, flash, flash fry them out there. Give them a, a good uh, turn on the grill, and and that's uh, that's fine too. All right. But, uh, so you're uh, you're shooting for your temperature. I'm shooting for my temperature. Uh, you let it rest for a half an hour. Um, do you have, you know, should you be carving out the uh, the sixteen ounce slabs at that point, or just personal preference? It's yeah. I usually ask people. Well, I know who wants the great big thick cuts. You yeah. know, your your father, your brother. You know, they're gonna have the the big thick ones. Uh, Katie, not so much. Michelle isn't gonna have beef at all. I don't eat it much myself, so you know. There you go. Wow. All right. You just get to cook it and not eat it. Um, right. I'll have a little. As far as side dishes are concerned, uh, your your some of your favorite side dishes to throw along with these things? Um, it's pretty much always the same thing. All right. It's going to be twice-baked potatoes. Yes, sir. There will be uh, roasted asparagus. Yes, sir. There will be a delightful Caesar right. salad. Homemade. Homemade, yeah. Oh, sounds good. And probably some really big wines to stand up with those beefs. Some really, really big Italian wine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And maybe some nice crusty rolls. Yeah. Always love crusty rolls. You can find my mom on this show giving sage cooking advice and sometimes uh, recipes that we actually post. But this is... You know, for immediate consumption, if you're going to be cooking prime rib in the next 24 to 48 hours, which a lot of you are, and you're going to be getting this show prior to that, you're going to thank me for getting you into the know on what the prime rib prime cooking tips are. Prime rib prime cooking tips. I'm trying to throw prime in like 50 times, and I feel like an idiot. Uh, well, you bought yourself a piece of prime rib. Yeah, I did. Uh, anything, uh, anything else before I let you go tonight? Um, you probably want to try maybe a little horseradish sauce. Yes, that's right. Yes, yes, which is basically sour cream and horseradish and um, little Worcestershire sauce mixed in there. And uh, a little bit of a splash of cream. Splash of cream. All right. We'll try that yeah. out. I know Becky is real into that. I don't care about that shit so much. But uh, yeah, it's not for yeah, either, she'll, but she'll go fun. ahead and uh, make that up. And uh, I won't see you in person for uh, Christmas, so I wish you... Merry Christmas. Uh, we'll talk on Christmas Day and uh, tell everybody I said hi down there. I will. All yes. right. Thank you, Mom. Love you, honey. Bye-bye. There she is. Love you, too. Bye, Mom. Talking about prime rib stuff. Is anybody from New York and knows this WPAX log that we're listening to right now? Interviews. Is anybody? I was really hoping that somebody would know. Nobody said anything. There is an art to medium well. Wow. Patrick. I don't know about that. Uh, public service announcement to all the barbecue brothers and sisters from our show sponsor, Stephen DeFranco of Stephen DeFranco Jewelers, who is also a self-proclaimed barbecue junkie. 
Christmas is coming in less than 48 hours. What to get dear old dad? New clothes that he won't wear at last minute? No. New shoes that he'll cover in barbecue sauce? No. A new tie? Forget it. Steven DeFranco Jewelers has the perfect answer. A new watch. Steve has an incredible selection of watches that would be perfect for dear old dad. All of the watches. I spend a ton of money on a watch if you don't have to. Bowl of the watches are stylish, affordable, starting under $200. Come in traditional quartz styles and retro-styled automatic versions. Chronographs, skeletons, and traditional styles fill the Bowl of a line of timepieces. Bowl of a precisionist. Want the most accurate watch in the world? Bowl of a precisionist is that watch. The exclusive movement of the Bowl of a precisionist breaks down the second-hand movement into 16 segments per second. Giving the secondhand a smooth-moving appearance, steel titanium versions also available as well. Then you have the Accutron, the high-end without the high price. Cadillac of the bowl of the line, the Accutron is the pinnacle of high-end design without breaking the bank. Are you a gadget junkie? Citizens is perfect for the gadget guy. EcoDrive technology converts light and energy, powering your watch perfectly and accurately. Need a timer for your barbecue cooking? Some citizens have multiple timers along with alarms and multiple time zones. And, of course, you have Philip and Company making... High-end European-style watches right there on the west side of Cleveland. All watches from Stephen DeFranco come with the exclusive watch performance package that includes a one-year extension of the manufacturer's warranty, free engraving, free watch batteries for life, and free polishing. He'll even set the time for you, shipping at no charge. It's just that easy. Go to the website, pick out what you like, stephendefranco.com, then give him a call, 440-943-2700. That's 440 440- 943-2700. Tell him you are a barbecue brother or sister, and he'll give you the real discounted price for the new watch. It's not allowed by the manufacturer to show the real discounted price on his website. Call him, ask for him, save money, use him, even if you're not in the greater Cleveland area. I know a lot of people well outside of this area that use Steve for all of your uh, jewelry buying experiences. You'll be happy that you did. StephenDeFranco.com. Stephen DeFranco, D-I-F-R-A-N-C-O dot com. Uh, we are back to wrap the first hour right after this. Stick around. We will be right back. Big name interviews, advice on cooking brisket and ribs, and the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue, it's the Barbecue Central Show. All right, we are back. This portion of the show is brought to you by cookingpellets.com. Your number one source for quality wood pellets for all your pellet-driven cooking. Visit cookingpellets.com for more information or to purchase. You can also visit amazon.com to purchase as well. That's amazon.com or cookingpellets.com. All right. Coordinating uh, interview logistics with one Chad Ward. I will call you at the number that you sent me. Thanks again to my mom for coming on this past segment, talking all things prime rib. Uh, you know, over the the time of years and time, not to be redundant, I've found that 
on things like prime rib, uh, on well, maybe beef in general, that the less aggressive the flavor profile, sometimes the more reward that you get in the overall flavor because you are tasting the beef, tasting the meat flavor. You're not masking it or getting it overtaken by anybody else's specific rubs or seasonings or anything like that. Plus, if you're going to enjoy the beef with a fine wine, I'm going to be enjoying a uh, Childress Petite Syrah. That's right, a Petite Syrah from the Childress Vineyard. I don't know if I want a blast of spices and salts and sugars running over my palate that might affect the uh, flavor amalgamation in my mouth with the wine and the beef. You know, a little salt, a little pepper, maybe a little of the garlic powder, or uh, forego the, the two stages, and I, I guess suppose you could use garlic salt. And uh, cook it up just like that. Again, the direction's 450 for 30 minutes, then reducing heat to 30 uh, 350 degrees uh, for a seven pounder. You would cook an additional hour and a half. So total cooking time of two hours. Uh, you know, some people are arguing that my mom's finished temperature a little low in the 115, 120 range. I don't know if I'm going to disagree or agree with that, but mine's going to be higher uh, because, you know, I got other people. So uh, you cook it how you like. I see some people saying 115 is good. I see one people saying uh, 130 is what they're shooting for. You cook it how you like it. Uh, these are just general guidelines, and uh, we will move from there. We're going to load up for the second hour. Chad Ward from Whiskey Bend Barbecue in the Pit and Whiskey Bend Barbecue Competition Cooking Team will be joining me. You are watching and listening to Barbecue Central Show right here on the Barbecue Central Networks. Uh, we're going to reload. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Stick around. We'll be right back. This is Dominion from Two Loose Screws. I'm listening to Barbecue Central. From my heart and from my hand, why don't people understand my intention? Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Fine, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> you have a great show. I'm a big fan. So what? What? What seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead, and he's in the in the crackle. Charbono. It's all about the Charbono, dude. Succulent fish. What? He ate fifty four wieners. Oh, listen, Lavernius, shake face. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seeds. <laughs> we have top men working right now. Ooh. Oh, All right, just like that, we are into the second out. Hello. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. You are uh, watching and listening to the Barbecue Central show. This is the show that talks about all things important in the world of barbecue and grilling. Uh, we broadcast live and direct from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio. It is the barbecue capital of the North Coast. 
I am your program host, Greg Rempe. Happy to have you aboard here for the second hour of the show. If you missed the first hour, never fear. There's a number of different ways to catch the show after the fact when it's uh, aired live every Tuesday from 9 to 11. Uh, One of the easiest and most popular ways is to head on over to iTunes and subscribe to the show that way for the audio archives. You can find the video archives through YouTube. You can also find the video archives through OutdoorCookingChannel.com. If you have Roku or some other kinds of Internet Protocol television, open up the app stores in those particular IPTV devices. Search for Outdoor Cooking Channel. If you're lucky enough to have it in your app store, get it. It's free. And then you can have access to the live stream of Outdoor Cooking Channel. Plus, you can uh, watch this show live every Tuesday from 9 to 11. And you also have access to the full video archives of Outdoor Cooking Channel through the Roku as well. So, absolutely fantastic. Uh, Never any reason you should ever miss anything from the show live. And if you've never watched the show live, if you are only watching through podcast or video archive or, you know, however you're consuming the show, make it a date for 2015 to get on the show live for once in your life. Come on. Can't you do me one favor? Let's all get together. I'm going to make a watch party note on Facebook and on the Twitter, and we're going to try and really put the wood to the bandwidth one night and see if we can't get like 250,000 people watching the Barbecue Central show at the same time. 216-220-0966. Greg at the BBQCentralShow.com. If you have a favorite Christmas memory or a favorite Christmas tradition you would like to share this evening, more than happy to have you call in and give me a quick shout. 216-220-0966. Or go ahead and email me, Greg, G-R-E-G, at the BBQCentralShow.com. Um, we are doing prime rib on Thursday. We are doing uh, kind of, uh, not dice, but quartered baking potatoes and roasting them in the oven. We're doing shrimp cocktail. We're doing uh, cheese and pepperoni and cracker platter. We're doing green bean casserole. Uh, we're also doing cheesy potatoes because we're just crazy. What is on your menu, I ask? You tell me. Greg, to be honest, half the fun of this show is the community in the chat. Guess what, Matt? You are absolutely 100% correct. What have I always said about the chat room on this show? Uh, As a host, I have to do my due diligence and make sure that I don't get lost in the tomfoolery and shenanigans that go on in the chat room. Because, quite frankly, it's just easy for me to start talking, giving a take or something I have actually done work and prepared for for the show. And then I start to read the stuff in the chat room, and I get lost, and all of a sudden somebody's stopped answering a question, or I've lost my train of thought, or who knows what happens down there. But absolutely, uh, there are a core group of people that number into the 60s and 70s and 80s that come in and uh, take part in this show, watching it every week, uh, giving their takes and unsolicited comments and questions and stuff, some that I can mix in. So, again, if you've never been able to take in to the show in its live state, uh, head on over to OutdoorCookingChannel.com on one Tuesday between the hours of 9 and 11, and uh, you will be more uh, more than surprised at the uh, family that has 
come to grow and uh, bang around on each other and nurture and uh, have fun at one's expense at the chat room. Uh, and I would uh, love to have you come and join me live because as I always say, you know, this show happens live. Everybody that's listening to this show right now from 9 to 11, it's unedited. Nobody knows what's going to happen. Nobody knows if I'm going to screw up or if a circuit is going to trip and the whole friggin' show is going to shut down or I'm going to piss off a guest and they're going to start screaming me down, although that hasn't happened yet. But it could. I guarantee it's going to happen at some point. I'm going to say something wrong and somebody's going to take issue with it. And now we've got a fist fight on our hands in the audible sense. That's the fun of the live thing. You're hearing it and listening to it along with me. It's not the same tomorrow when you're listening to it on archive. I mean, sure, you have no idea what it's going to be like, but something could have slipped out on Facebook, and now you are uh, getting it. You've been prepped for what's going to happen. Everybody here in the chat room has no idea what's going to happen. We don't know. I might whip out a game of uh, porn star or athlete. I mean, who knows? You can't win that if you listen to the show on uh, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, Sundays, and Mondays. You can only win if you listen on Tuesday. That's right. So there you go. Again, uh, the easiest way to get the Audible archives is going to iTunes and subscribing to the show that way. But a number of different ways that you can consume the show as well. One other thing, you know, I was going to mention it, and I don't remember if it came out last Wednesday or Thursday or, you know, whatever. Station break. Um, I, I don't remember exactly when it was, but there was this movie called The Interview with James Franco and Seth Rogen, I believe. And the premise of the show is that they were uh, trying to be contracted to go kill Kim Jong-un. I think that's the son. Is it ill or un? I mean, who knows? But it's uh, one or the other. One's dead. One's the ruler. I think it's King Jong-un. And lo and behold... Uh, Sony had uh, taken the picture down. They were not going to show it. Usually, I think pictures would come out on Thursdays or Fridays or something like that. I was baffled as an American that a studio would cave to any type of pressure that uh, the likes of North Korea would put on it. North Korea? South Korea laughs at North Korea, unless I'm mistaken. So... For us to be pulling movies, I thought, set a horrific precedent uh, to the world about uh, where we stand as a nation. If North Korea can threaten the United States of America to the point where they're not going to show a a movie, not even real, of two guys who probably couldn't get out of their own way in real life, James Franco and Seth Rogen, the more that I'm reading about it now and learning about it, maybe it wasn't exactly how it was spelled out, but man, initially, I was very disappointed that if somebody's saying, don't play this movie, I mean, what's next? We're going to be bullied by the likes of, uh, I mean, who knows who? France? No! If I'm not mistaken, we shut down... North Korea's internet for like a a whole day or something. Allegedly. Allegedly. I can't prove that. I have no insight. I don't. Oh, this is one of my favorite jams. Listen to this one right. Is anybody familiar with uh, the Yule Log? I know I've asked this a couple different times. Let me scroll up through the chat room here. No. Is uh, Is anybody from New York... 
Remember WPIX? The Yule Log. What's the one gift you want for Christmas this year? Weigh in as we get ready to load up Chad Ward from Whiskey Bend Barbecue, host of Whiskey Bend Barbecue in the Pit. Rob Bass, you are absolutely right. Who knew they even had internet a month ago? I didn't know. That guy's busy killing uncles, aunts, and cousins. I would just imagine they didn't have internet. That's what I figured. No internets. World, no worldwide internets. North Korean internets. That could be pretty bad. Pretty restricted from what I have. All right, folks, let me talk to you quickly about the longest-running sponsor of the show, located in Warminster, Pennsylvania, the Barbecue Guru. Gang, if you've been thinking about buying an automatic temperature control device for your cooker, stop here. This is the company that has started it all. They are the creators of this technology. Why would you buy from anybody else? I don't know. I don't know why you would. Not familiar with how these little beauties work? I don't get into the minutia, but imagine a product that allows you to set your pit temperature and once set, keeps it running right there all the way through the cook. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's real life. You can take advantage of this technology today. Literally today. Get it rush shipped to you. Maybe you can give it to somebody for Christmas for crying out loud. Maybe you're a busy working professional like me, or perhaps you are constantly on the run with kids and doing errands and you just don't have the time to set around and tend pit temperatures. I get it. The Guru allows you to throw on a pork butt or a brisket or a couple slabs of ribs, and then you're off to do whatever it is you need to get done. And the Guru maintains that barbecue uh, pit temperature you set it at. Currently, a number of different models to choose from. The uh, CyberQ Wi-Fi, the CyberQ2, the DigiQ DX2, the newest unit, the PartyQ, at $149 for most cookers. The PartyQ is the easiest point of entry into pit temperature control devices. It is a self-contained package. It runs on AA batteries. It can go from uh, this kind of cooker to that kind of cooker with relative ease. If you're in the market for a cooker, by the way, look no further than the Onyx Oven. The Onyx Oven has been winning on the competition circuit as well as in backyards all over the country for years now. It's fully insulated. Holds a good amount of meat. Accommodates half of the full pans for food service. Works seamlessly with any of the Barbecue Guru temperature control devices. A win-win situation right there. Do yourself and me a favor. Head on over to the BBQ Guru, G-U-R-U.com, and check out all their products. If you have any questions about what to order, don't hesitate. Call them directly, 800-288-GURU. That's 800-288-GURU. They will make sure you're outfitted with exactly what you need to get you up and running right out of the box. 800-288-GURU or the BBQGuru.com. The Barbecue Guru continues to remain a breakthrough in barbecue technology. Chad Ward... Whiskey Bent Barbecue and Whiskey Bent Barbecue in the Pit. Coming up in just a few minutes. Stick around. We'll be right back.
Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampy. All right, we are back. 216-220-0966. Greg at the BBQCentralShow.com. Two ways to get in touch with me, should you see fit. My next guest, a award-winning pitmaster, a uh, barbecue and grilling entrepreneur businessman, and a barbecue and grilling host that precedes my show, Whiskey Bent Barbecue in the Pit. Let's go ahead and race over the hotline. And welcome, friend of the show, Chad Ward, joining us here. Chad, how are you? Hey, Greg. How are you tonight, buddy? I'm doing absolutely fabulous. Uh, Chad, you're probably not uh, as steeped into the New York uh, subculture as I am, but uh, tonight on the video, we have a wonderful Yule Log playing that I used to watch for, man, 20 years, 25 years. Uh, a TV station in upstate New York would play it. Well, I guess it came out of New York. They would also simulcast on the same uh, namesake radio station. I was like, man, I'm bringing it to the Central Lights tonight. So I'm broadcasting in front of a fire with succulent tracks of Christmas holiday majesty behind me. I mean, what's your thoughts on that? It, I, well, first off, uh, obviously, if you learned that in your childhood, that's something that Bill Rempe imposed on you. Yeah, well, you're imposed is right, Chad. Hey. Hey, hey, if, if Bill Rempe brought it into you, I'm a full, full, full flesh component of the man. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I got to uh, send you the link so you can uh, get all up on the Yule Log from WPIX as well. <laughs> all right, Chad, so uh, obviously you're very busy. Uh, you're you're in the store today playing uh, Grill Claws and Santa Smoker and, you know, what other stupid names we can try <laughs> and make up right off the top of our head. Uh, but uh, 2014 rapidly coming to a close. I remember saying that in February and everybody was laughing at me, but here we are in the precipice of 2015. So as we look back, if we can kind of do a little bit of a, a look back on the 2014 barbecue season, you know, uh, I just had the newly crowned champion of KCBS, Donnie Bray of Warren County Pork Choppers, yeah. as a fan of competition barbecue, as a person who takes part in competitions and numerous sanctioning bodies during the course of the year. Uh, your take on Donnie Bray's securing of the 2014 KCBS championship and uh, his season this year? Well, I'll tell you what. I mean, you know, Donnie, you know, finishes right. You know, him, him and Tim go neck to neck last year, and um, I mean, to to come down to you know their 14th grand, you know, to figure out who was going to be KCBS team of the year in 2013 says something for Donnie already. Um, and then to come out in 2014. And it may have changed hands once or twice. I don't know if it did. But, I mean, honestly, Donnie ran it from wire to wire. Um, you know, if, if you look, I mean, he set the tone right down here in my hometown of Lakeland, Florida, at, you know, Lakeland Pig Festival. Huge contest. Everybody, you know, you've got a lot of great local teams uh, from the IPC, from all over Florida. But then also all the guys trying to get out of the cold. Um, you know, and you have guys that don't cook a lot come out, like, you know, Fast Eddie. You know, guys like that, that, that you know, you know, Lakeland picks us is a tough contest. And, uh, and and Donnie set the tone, man. He came down here and he damn won it. Um, and I don't think he looked back from that point on. And, you know, for you guys that have never met Donnie in a contest, one of the nicest dudes you could ever meet. Go up, introduce yourself, shake his hand. Um, you know, 
for as much as he's accomplished in barbecue, one of the most humble and, and giving back guys I've ever met. Yeah, and, and really what he's accomplished has only been in, you know, what, two or three years. So uh, he's been able to jump yeah. right in and uh, really see a lot of success given the short amount of time. Yeah, yes, he has. And, and, and you know, it, it's, one of the, it's one of the cooking classes that's on my short list for 2015 is because I think you, you know, if you look at this as a little bit of not just a hobby, but sort of a profession as I've started to make it, uh, you know, you always want continuing education. And while I've talked to people that have been to Dunning's class, I haven't asked for details because I, I kind of feel like that's proprietary information that, you know, you should pay for. Um, every one of them walks away and says, man, the way this guy looks at the game is a little bit deeper than everybody else. Um, you know, re- really getting down to the meat science and some of those things. So while he is, is really blazed onto the scene in the last three years, uh, he obviously came at it, you know, pretty well educated. Chad Ward, Whiskey Bend Barbecue in the pit host, Whiskey Bend Barbecue uh, pit master uh, for the team side of things, joining me here on the show. Chad, uh, there was a definitive point in the year where some up-and-comer named Darren Ward from Iowa Smoky D started oh winning gosh. everything in sight, uh, multiple in a row for a week, and I was looking at the standings, and I was like, man, Darren is either consciously or subconsciously creeping up on number one for KCBS Team of the Year to a point where there was enough time in the season left where if he wanted to focus on that, he could probably have made a run, and the way he was cooking probably could have chased it right away from Donnie, and I had reached out to Darren, and I said, hey, don't know if you've noticed, but you've won two or three in a row. There happen to be some pretty big contests. We got about two and a half, three months left of the season. You're going to make a run at uh, team of the year. And he texts me back. He's like, no, nah, not in the cards. So, you know, as somebody who's a competitor like yourself and uh, you've had Darren on your show a couple of times and you've probably been around him in person as I have a few times, uh, are you surprised that when it was right there to pursue that uh, he was still like, you know, this isn't what we – we're going after this isn't what we're about in 2014. And, you know, if it happens, it happens, but we're not going to run at it this point. All right. Well, well, my, my perception of it, and this is, and, and I have, I've, I've got to, this year I probably got to spend more time, you know, BSing with Darren and hanging out with him than I ever have. And, and great guy, you know, him and Sherry are really good folks. Um, you know, so this is just my perception of it, not any direct yeah. discussion we've had or anything, but, you know, him and Shad have created a really, really successful business with Iowa Smoky D's. And to, to me, that has to take precedent. Um, you know, if, if you've got huge caterings and, and these type of things, you know, you can't be out chasing points at a $5,000 contest in Kansas City, you know, when, when you've got a 1,200-person caterer that has to be out at, you know, 11 a.m. on Monday morning. So I can understand when he says it's not in the cards, it's not in the cards is, you know, when, when, you know, to, to me, it's almost like Tuffy. Tuffy cooks a, and, and Darren cooks a bigger schedule than Tuffy, a way bigger schedule. Way big. And, and travels more, et cetera. But to me, it's one of those things where he said, hey, this is the schedule we set. And regardless of what happens, it's what we're going to stick to because it's what works for us as a family. And it's what works for our business. And, and, and I can respect that because I could see, getting really, really caught. You know, I, I could see saying that in February, but then being in the midst of it and getting so worked up that you say, i got to go for it. So I respect I respect Darren as a businessman and, and just as a person to say, no, it's, it's not in the cards. It's not what we planned on doing. 
we're going to stick to our plan and just, you know, keep on doing our thing. So you had uh, Warren County Pork Choppers taking the victory. You had Darren Worth from Iowa Smokey D's finishing uh, second uh, again. He finished second uh, to Rod Gray yep. in uh, 2009 after a, a very hotly contested team of the year run, which a lot of people remember. Uh, obviously, uh, it was uh, hotly contested last year between True Bud and Warren County. Uh, Warren County saying that they wanted to come back this year and win, which he did. When you look into 2015, uh, Donnie said on the show uh, an hour ago that they're going to cook the same number of events. Uh, he's learned a few things as far as uh, I don't know if honey holing would call it uh, would be the right term, but look at uh, big competitions and you know if he's in a, a shorter one that isn't going to do him good that we can pull out and go somewhere else as he did a couple times this year to give himself the best shot. Do you see him as a legitimate threat? cooking the same amount, if not more, competitions as being the maybe the first team, well, at least in 10 years that I can remember, of repeating a KCBS championship bid? I, I will tell you what. I think it is, it is very likely. I would, um, you know, if, if I were in Vegas, he would probably be the guy that's, that's the uh, odds-on favorite. Um, I, I, but at the same time, I will tell you, uh, you know, maybe Darren and Sherry take a different stance with their schedule this year. But because they're so hot, maybe they add four or five contests. Um, and, I'll, and I'll tell you another one to keep an eye out for, and it's the guy you introduced me to and cost me my goatee two years ago, Greg Rempe. <laughs> and that is, uh, you know, Tim Grant cooked well this year over at Trubot. But, you know, he, he, he told both of us from the get-go that uh, he was going to slow it down in yeah. 2014, you know, because they ran so hard in 2013. But but he may be primed up to make another hard run. So I think between those three guys, and, and I'll tell you one more, if he could get the time off from work, you know, uh, uh, you know, and, and it'll be interesting to see what he does. He told me he was going to try to get creative this year, but you've got to watch Travis Clark from, from Clark Crew Barbecue. Yeah. That guy, when he shows up, He's a legitimate contender every single weekend. So, you know, if that's a guy that could put 20, 24, 25 contests together, he could be tough to beat, too. Were there any teams this year that uh, you didn't know anything about or, or that you knew about but were kind of, you know, mediocre at best that jumped out as having a breakout season to you? I, you know, Craig, I can't say that because, I mean, be, being the barbecue professional that I am, I'm, try, I'm trying to find those sleeper picks day in and day out. So, I mean, to, uh, to shock the, uh, the Mel Kuyper Jr. of barbecue, you cannot do. Um, but, no, it, it was interesting to kind of watch everything unfold. Uh, you know, a couple of teams that, you know, had done, you know I, I look over at American Dream. The, those guys have, have been good cooks the last couple of years but had a really strong team of the year finish. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, so I think there's some teams that are that were good cooks, kind of raised to the area of great cooks this year. Have, have you seen some teams that have been perennial tip of the tongue mentions over the last four, five, six years that you know might still be doing it or, or looking to do it that are maybe on the tail end? Um, tail end. I, I don't know because you know I, I'll tell you we. It's hard to say that because what what you know what I what I think about things is you you can be towards the top for you know year year and a half two years two and a half years and sometimes that flavor profile just quits but because you've been on top for that little bit of time you, you don't want to let go of it right then 
And and so while I don't think really anybody that's been in that top twenty five KCBS is is on the way out or tailing out, it, it, it may be time to maybe look back and if you've been working on that plan B and you've been talking to guys you cook against every weekend, you know, you, you may want to start making some changes. And I'm talking about this as a competition cook that's been through that. Um, you know, 2009, 2010, 2011, great years for us. 2012, not so good. We found that, you know, with our flavor profiles and the small tweaks we were making, whatever, 2012, it fell on deaf ears um, until later in the year when we made some pretty wholesale changes. Um, and, you know, and, and then it kind of picked right back up. But, you know, so for me, I think anybody that's got a passion for it and really isn't too super set in their ways can't, can't be tailing out. Chad Ward was doing and, and, and that sounded so political for Chad Ward. I'm sorry. <laughs> I understand. You don't want to name names because you got to keep people coming on the show. I get it. Uh... <laughs> Chad Ward, Whiskey Bend Barbecue in the pit, uh, joining me here in the show, uh, Pitmaster Whiskey Bend Barbecue competition team. Uh, Chad, as far as you know, things that you, you didn't expect, the flavor profile changes or uh, I said changes, uh, flavor profile changes or rubs that came out of nowhere, or sauces that came out of nowhere, some of the biggest hitters that, that kind of entertain that left field arena, if you will. I'm going to tell you what, man, that – there's a sauce out there right now that has kind of flew under the radar. Um, I'll have it in the store in about a week and a half. There's a couple other um, online retailers that have it right now. I've been using it for a bit. Um, and I know some of the, you know, it, it's won a ton early on. And that's uh, our buddy Russ over at House of Q with his granny sauce. Him and John have put together a really, really good vinegar-based sauce that has won a ton in KCBS. Vinegar-based. And I I will say, unannounced, has won pretty well in FBA. <laughs> um, but but it, 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 to, to me, that grainy sauce is a thing that's going to take off in 2015 um, because it really had a very, a very good launching point in 14, but it was kind of that whole inner circle discussion. You know, you got a hold of some, you tried it, you test cooked with it, and you're like, man, I want to try this in a contest, and boom, it's a top three. Oh, a first place. Um, it, it, it's a very, very good sauce. To me, that is the uh, the up-and-comer in 2014, and it, it will be the big deal in 2015. Let me ask you one other quick question here before we transition into some uh, you know last-minute holiday gifts since you're uh, also a barbecue and grilling store guy as well now. When you look at the current uh, FBA team of the year, Jim Elser of Sweet Smoke, uh, yes. Sweet Smoke Q, uh, you know, really close uh, at winning it the year before last. Current champion now, currently leading the current season of FBA, uh, probably has uh, just as good a shot as anybody in the top three or four in FBA right now as uh, winning and, and repeating for FBA. This guy cooks a lot. He's a very good cook. He wins a lot. He's good in each uh, sectional category as well. Do you? Th- think that he would have a shot at and I'm asking you to speculate and it's currently it's it's very unfair for me but I don't care it's my show if there were more if there were more KCBS events that he could get to do you think legitimately he could have a shot at uh, running the table on both sanctioning bodies um no 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 I, I don't think he could run on both sanctioning bodies and here's why um and I've said this before on my show and I've said it on other shows and and I think actually we talked about it last time I was in uh, 
in Vegas before the uh, before the WFC when when I had you had me on the show last time. You, you cannot win FBA Team of the Year unless you commit yourself to cooking twenty five to thirty five contests a year. So if the FBA ever gets rid of this antiquated Team of the Year system and does something like KCBS where they say we're going to take your top twelve or your top ten or your top fifteen contests a year, nobody, not even friggin' Superman can run the table in both sanctioned bodies because there's just not enough weekends, Greg. So I, I, I would love to see that if the FBA wanted to do it. The other problem is right now, I just think unless Jim or Matt, I mean, because the other person you can't sleep on is Matt Barber yeah. from Hot Jewels. Right, right. Um, you know, any of those guys that have finished, you know, team of the year the last couple of years, unless they decide to quit their job and just go compete full time, it would be hard to run both tables, even if the FBA did pack it down. Because, you know, I'm, I'm looking at an aggressive schedule for next year, you know, 26 contests, and I wow. want to cook a lot of KCBS. And, and, and the best I can do traveling from Florida is about 12 to 15 without just killing yourself. And and that's because we don't have a lot down here in Florida. We've got, uh, you know, Pig Fest, we've got Plant City. And now we've got one that Arlie Bragg's going to be putting on in Kissimmee. So, I mean, that's really only three in the state. Um, so so I, I think it would be tough for anybody to do that the way the current FBA Team of the Year format is and, and, and just the lack of density of KCBS contest in the state of Florida. Chad Ward joining me here on the show. Uh, Chad, Christmas coming up here in just a couple days. Obviously, uh, you're doing very well in the retail location. I have another follow-up question before I asked or after I asked this one, but uh, you know what's what's flying out of the stores right now, and if somebody has been very neglectful and procrastinatic yeah. on the uh, gift giving uh, suggestions before the big day hits. Well, I'll tell you the thing that flies off our shelves the most is instant read thermometers, and and you know we 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 sell the Maverick. Um, I personally prefer the Maverick over the Thermapen. I'm sure I'll piss a lot of people off by saying that, but the the, the Maverick is 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 more well lit to me, and I, I think it's a, a hair bit faster. I've been a, you know I, I own Thermapins for years. Um, when I opened the store, it was a lot easier to do business with Maverick, but I, I took my Maverick and my Thermapin to contest for you know a year, and I, I just prefer the Maverick. But but any instant read thermometer. I think is the best gift gift idea for anybody that loves to be, you know, barbecue and grilling. Because here's the problem, Greg. You know, and I talk about this. I, I go on the local radio pretty regularly, and you know, people call in and ask questions. And my thing is, people cook too much to time. You have to cook the temperature because every every day the environment changes, whether it be humidity, whether it be temperature, etc. And that can be a couple of minutes. So you've got to cook the temperature. Uh, Last question before I let you go tonight, Chad. Appreciate the time as always. Uh, Matt in the chat room wants to know that since you've seen such wild and crazy success with the uh, retail store, if you are going to step up out of the uh, basement of beers and get into something a little bit more highbrow. No, no, absolutely never. Damn right. When you go to a barbecue contest, and you see a beer in Chad Ward's hand, it'll always be a natural light. Yeah, I mean, and, 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 last... and, there's, pur- and there's purpose behind that, Greg. Which... Natty Light is the one beer that you can drink, you know, 12, 14 of at a contest on Friday night. 
and wake up at 5 a.m. ready to put ribs on. I think it's got like 0.8% alcohol. Um, you know, obviously keeps the, keeps the bladder working well. Um, it, it's, it's just, a, you know, Natty Light's a great sipping, socializing contest beer. So, no, unless somebody wants to throw some, I, I take that back. We're, we're working on a potential uh, sponsorship deal up there in Ohio that would bring me up there to cook uh, all four of the Ohio contests with Great Lakes Brewing. Yeah. And if that were to happen, yes, you could see me at a contest sipping on a premium brand beer, such as Great Lakes Brewing Company's products. Like a Dortmunder Gold, maybe? Maybe. Yeah, or an Elliott but, Ness. Uh, th- th- hey, th- th- those guys are really cool up there, and we're really hoping to get the deal done because, uh, man, th- th- their, their products are – I mean, th- th- they're so – they're so good. And you know my buddy Matt over there at Case Western. He is uh, he is their number one keg consumer inside of a uh, four-state region. Wow. Really? Yeah, Case Western. People at Case Western are drinking more beer than Ohio University? Bullshit. Dude, hey, hey. They are, they are oh, building rocket ships and consuming mass quantities wow. of Great Lakes Brewing Company product. Well, good news. I don't want to get any rock, uh, rocket ships anymore. Well, okay. We're aced out of that. <laughs> Uh, Chad Ward is the pitmaster of Whiskey Bent Barbecue Competition Cooking Team. He is the host of Whiskey Bent Barbecue in the Pit, which precedes this show every Tuesdays from uh, 7 to 9. Uh, Chad, always appreciate the time. Happy holidays to you, my friend, and uh, we will talk soon. Can I, can I have two things on the way out? Yeah, go. One, if you haven't shopped us before, whiskeybentbbqsupply.com. Shipping all over, um, and I'll tell you, I think we got some of the best shipping rates out there online. Second one is, if I recap the Whiskey Bent 2014, one of the best things that happened to us yep. is something you spurred on, Ooh. and Kevin Bevington facilitated, and that was making the move from the phone. I, I believe the, I believe you called it the chat party hotline over at Blog Talk Radio <laughs> to the Outdoor Cooking Channel, so... Kevin, Greg, thank you guys for that. Want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas. And Greg, to you and yours, man, uh, happy holidays, brother. All right, man. Appreciate it. There he is. Chad Ward, Whiskey Bent Barbecue. WhiskeyBentBBQSupply.com is the uh, storefront online house if you want to check that out. Got any supplies needed? Chad is your guy. He will help you out. Oh, sorry. Fireplace. Get Chad out of there, man. He's right. That was the best move he ever made as a host. Getting off that crap blog talk radio where he was miring and mediocrity for those people. Yeah, and now gone. Now back in the varsity playing field. OutdoorCookingChannel.com coming before my show, leaving me an audience. Oh yeah, love it. I love it. I'm like the cleanup hitter. Chad's the number three that can really take the ball deep so they don't know if they need to pitch to him or pitch to me. It's a win-win in any situation. WhiskeyBentBBQSupply.com All right, folks, let me talk to you quickly about Big Papa Smokers, the one-stop shop for anyone interested in barbecue featuring a comprehensive selection of American-made grills, spices, sauces, accessories, even a kit that gives you everything you need to make a world-class smoker out of a 55-gallon drum. Big Papa Smokers has made a name for itself by making an award-winning line of championship rubs. 
have won almost every major competition barbecue event, including the 2012 and 13 World Series of Barbecue in Kansas City, 2012 and 14 Jack Daniels, 2013 Kings were Challenge, 2014 Houston Livestock and Rodeo. Many more have happened this year as well. BPS also banded together with fellow California-based Rub Supply Company, Simply Marvelous Barbecue, to what uh, has now become known as the West Coast Offense. Right here. The uh, West Coast Offense is defying conventional wisdom. These two California-based rub companies have cornered the market on competitive barbecue and begun to redefine the flavor profile of competition cooks from across the country. They've even created two of their unique competitions, the King of the Smoker, which took place a week ago, brings the best of the best in barbecue in a back-to-basics competition. King of the Smoker, unique in the fact that contestants may not use any electric devices such as pellet cookers or pit minders. Only they are allowed to use charcoal wood and their wits to win one of the highest-stake barbecue competitions around. The other event is the Guinea Pig, which is a cost-controlled competition that helps bring in newcomers to the competitive barbecue world. It also features prize distribution all the way down to 10th place in each category, which helps provide incentive to get new competitors into the world of barbecue. Imagine that. One of the top teams, Big Papa's, has also created a unique brand ambassador program, the BPF Elite Team, featuring 15 of the best competition teams in the country working together to promote camaraderie, competition barbecue, and to benefit children's charities across the U.S. Keep in mind that Big Papa Smokers has been able to do all this with only four years of being in business, turning competition barbecue well on its head, creating their own unique competition, becoming a staple of a nationwide restaurant chain and benefiting children's charities across the U.S. It is just the beginning for Big Papa Smokers, the website BigPapaSmokers.com. That's Big Papa Smokers.com. We are back with a open segment. Love to hear from you. Stick around. We'll be right back. Big name interviews, advice on cooking brisket and ribs, and the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue, it's the Barbecue Central Show. Who would have thought this music thing was going to go this far? I never asked for this. I never asked for this fast living, the women, the whiskey, craziness. There's whiskey in my soul. Hey, Bert, let's go. I've been drifting down that open highway. Finger in the air, cause I do things my way. The next town's where I call home. I throw a shot glass down in a light of a smoke. Always raise a little hell, never do what I'm told. I was born with that whiskey in my soul. My bottle in my glass with a marble headstone saying I was a badass. We're back. Sorry, I ran upstairs to refresh a drink. Ran out of uh, time. Uh, Once again, if you are just joining us, or me, you'll notice that I am broadcasting live. Greg, that should be Chad's intro music from now on. All right, duly noted. Except I play it every week, Matt. Um, Thanks again to Chad Ward, Whiskey Bent Barbecue, WhiskeyBentBBQSupply.com if you want to check his... Uh, brick-and-mortar-slash-online-store-presence out. Let me go ahead and show you uh, what that looks like. BandBBQ.com. 
make sure I put that in right. And uh, this is what it looks like right here. There he is, Whiskey Bent BBQ. Uh, in the pit, uh, Whiskey Bent Barbecue Supply is right here. Look, there's me down at the right-hand side. So uh, anything that you would like, he's got uh, the hours of operation. There we go. Now you got products here, Whiskey Bent BBQ. Uh, all the name brands that he's carrying, the new products, top products, promotions, all that good stuff uh, can be found right there on the uh, Whiskey Bent Barbecue uh, website. So uh, appreciate Chad coming on tonight and recapping uh, some of the high events of uh, 2014. All right. Uh, that store sucks in person. It's only like every rub or sauce you could only need. That's right. It's the worst. Again, if you're wondering why I'm sitting in front of a fire, this is uh, what I grew up to watching on Christmas Eve, which is tomorrow. The Yule Log, which uh, showed up on Channel 11 in New York, and also simulcast on WPIX FM Stereo, and uh, ran for two hours this fire, which never seems to die down, even though it ran for two hours. We all know that's crazy, but I appreciate it. Plus, it's got a tremendous coal bed. I'm going to duck out of the way. If you're watching on video, I mean, wouldn't you love to have that coal bed to feed into a barbecue smoker? I mean, absolutely you would. You know you would. All right. Hold on one second here. All right. Uh, joining me now. I'll touch the mic. Uh, yeah. Uh, joining me now to talk about what. Uh, oh, that's the wrong thing right there. Uh, what kids want for Christmas this year is a uh, somebody that I know pretty well. I've seen her around. Here and there a little bit. I got to get your picture set up here. I got to get your picture set up. Oh. What is going on with this? All right. I got to put you in front of the fire. Don't touch it. it. Makes terrible noise. All right. This is Maddie Mae. Maddie! It's me. What are you doing? I'm on your show. All right. Uh, so I'm interested. There's a lot of people here that have kids that uh, listen to the show. And uh, quite frankly, uh, some parents might be a little uh, out of the know when it comes to uh, what kids want these days. So first uh, first and foremost, uh, uh, how old of a kid are you, Maddie? I'm 11. You're 11? 11 years old? Yeah. You are? Me. My God. Where is the time gone? All right. So in what grade are you in? I'm in sixth. Sixth grade. All right, here we go. Uh, so what are the uh, popular gifts that uh, kids are looking for these days? For the parents that are out there frantically going, I don't know what to get Susie, Tim, or Bill. Uh, what should I get as being a, uh, how old are you? 
11. 11-year-old sixth grader. Uh, what are like the hot gifts to help everybody out here last minute? Um, a phone, shoes. But wait, like a cell phone? Yeah, like a cell phone. Oh. Like an iPhone or whatever kind of phone you have. Like an iPhone. Like an iPhone. Like you know that costs money, right? Yeah. But you don't care. Well, Santa can always give it to them. Santa oh, right. Santa can make some yeah, of his workshop. Right, Santa with can Buddy do the it. Elf. Yeah, Buddy the Elf. Why not? That's right. You know him? Yeah. Oh. You say Francisco? Francisco. That's fun to say. So, uh, parents should get their kids uh, full uh, phones. Well, they don't have to. Yeah, that's probably not the best idea in the economic sense because kids uh, throw phones around and don't appreciate them while parents pay up to 35 or 40 dollars a month for each line that's true yeah all right so okay forget about that no phone okay parents no, no phone. phone no right. phone don't, what else don't get what, phone. what's good um clothes yeah from where um it depends on what kind of stores their kids like well know. what store do kids like man uh, your kids for like my age probably like hollister or aeropostle uh that aeropostle yeah all right or talking to microphone, pay attention. You're target. Um, I don't know. All right, and then uh, so like if what would be your big present? Like if anything that you could have this year, what would be the big present you could have? Mm, either. We gotta have an answer here. Um, Dead air is killing the show, um, Maggie. Let's um, go. Um, like either a phone or a pair of shoes. Phone or a pair of shoes. All right. Mm-hmm. All right, let the other kid get in there and let's have a, a different uh, opinion here. Okay. All right. So we're changing. Uh, we're changing uh, expert panel members here, and uh, coming in to join me now. You may remember the name, but it's a different kid. It's Maddie. Different Maddie. Hi, different Maddie. Hi. All right. Uh, and how old are you? Twelve. Ooh, you're old. And uh, what grade are you in? Six. All right, sixth grade. So same grade, just a little bit older. All right, so uh, you're older. That means wiser, and you're paying a lot of attention around the school. Uh, so what do you think of uh, hot gifts that kids are wanting this year? What What do you think uh, you would tell parents to get if you were able to disseminate such info? Um, well, I'm sure most kids in my grade want phones. Yeah. Is phone like you're a, you're pretty uh, with it, kid, Maddie? Is or, is a phone for a sixth grader something that you think is reasonable, or is that kind of ridiculous? Your parents should know where you are and stop that nonsense. I don't want a phone. I I don't think people need phones. I mean, most people have an iPod or a phone in the sixth grade, but they always want the cool stuff. Is that because their parents are caving in and they're weak bastards? I don't know. Oh, you don't want to say it. That's all right. I'm not if it. if I gave you a phone for Christmas, would you take it? You wouldn't say no. no what? Well, you wouldn't say no to a phone if somebody gave a phone to you. Well, I I don't know if I would take. I mean, I kind of have to take it, but I would say, really? Are you sure you want to give this to me? <laughs> like right. it was from you. So a store wise, clothes wise, like do you think uh, kids want clothes still? Yeah. What are the stores? Talk in the microphone. Um. Probably Aeropostale. Yeah, that's a hot store, I guess. I, Old Navy. Yeah, you like Old Navy? Has some pretty fashionable clothes. Right. And then uh, if you had your uh, number one gift 
on Maddie S's Christmas list that would complete your Christmas day right off the bat. If you opened it, you wouldn't need any other gifts. What is Butter mints. I don't even know what the hell that is. <laughs> They're mints that melt in your mouth. Oh, right butter away. mints? Butter mints. Butter mints is your number one gift? A candy? Yes. Really? Yes. Are they hugely expensive, like a Ferrari? No. Wow. You could probably buy like 10 packs for $10. Really? Wow. I'm guessing. That's my best guess. All right. So, butter mints it is. That's number one on the wish list for you. Yeah, for me, yes. Wow. All right. Well, that's great. I uh, I think that if you ever wanted to leave your home, you could come over and live with me. Absolutely. I could buy you buttermints for Christmas. That would be great. No phones. You don't want phones, and you want buttermints. That's great. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's Maddie S., ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, ladies, for uh, joining me here on the show. You love it. Uh, thank you. By the way, for those uh, fans of the show that uh, follow, uh, Maddie S. is... Uh, uh, let me delete that. Is uh, Deputy Corey's daughter. That's right. You know Deputy Corey. Everybody loves Deputy Corey. Keeping crime, ne'er-do-wells, and malfeasance off the street of Astribula, uh, sorry, Lake County. And now the uh, school resource officer for a uh, local school in the Painesville School District here in Ohio. Which means he's probably uh, shooting and tasing more people than ever. I'm just kidding, Painesville City Schools. Don't hit me. All right, there you go. Um, Quickly, let me uh, tell you something. You know, rarely on this show do you find an open spot of a partner or sponsorship, whatever you want to call it. So, so what am I going to tell you? You've always thought about how do I partner with the Barbecue Central show or how can I partner or are there any openings? You know, Typically, the answer is no. I mean, the people that have been in the partner stable for three and four and five years, they understand. You know, you got to be out in front of these people consistently that uh, partnering with the show is getting to the target market of your product or service, which is, you know, people that get this show inherently have some kind of an interest, high, medium, or low level in barbecue and grilling. I mean, it's just the way it is. This is why people search out the show, because they are interested in this industry. So you can partner with this show. I'll tell you all about it. You email me, greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. It's month to month. I don't make you sign ridiculous, lucrative contracts to line my pockets with bags and bags of cash as much as I want to. I'm fair and reasonable. Ask anybody. Give you references to my current partners, whatever. But uh, at the end of 2014, we have an opening, which will go into the new year. I'm sure that will quickly turn around in short order. Greg, did you find out if your jeweler has barbecue Pandora or Brighton beads? The answer is no. But if you call Matt, if you call Steve, if you call Steve at 440-943-2700, ask for Steve and call him, you know, he'll make sure that if there's one available, he will get it for you. Call Steve, ask for Steve. Tell him your barbecue. What do I tell you? You call Steve, not me. I don't even like Steve. I'm just kidding. I love Steve. Anyway, if you want to partner with the show, uh, give me a call or shoot me an email, greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. We'll send you the meaty kit, the pricing. It's only one price. Uh, unless you want to do like a bumper thing like we do with Cook and Pellet or like we did with Sam's Club. You can do that too. 
Uh, but we do have an opening. Uh, we'll go fast. And if you're always interested in how you could do that, uh, this is how you do it. Greg at the bbqcentralshow.com or go to the main website, the bbqcentralshow.com. And under About the Show, there should be a link that says Partner with the Show or Advertise or something like that. Boom. There you go. You are all set. And uh, all information will be there for you. All right. We'll wrap up the show right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Smoke. Call 877-448-0433 to get on the air. Now, here's your host, Greg Rampey. Big B, new sound band, suburban voice Let's go! I'm an outlaw. Give me two shots. All right, welcome back. Point of clarification. Oh, well, hold on. I can't believe I forgot that. Forget about that. They bring back the... we got to be getting close to the end here on... Hmm. No, we're, we're going to be good. We're gonna be good. Um, Patrick in the chat room said, "Who? What sponsor is leaving? I need to know not uh, who not to support. No, 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 no. It's not like that. Uh, there, there were a few uh, partners that came on the seasonal... And uh, their agreement ran out, and uh, so now it opens. So here's the deal, right? You come on with the show. If you're on, you know, I don't ask you to, to jump off at a certain point to take on somebody else. We build with uh, the people that we have. So if you are available uh, to come on, uh, we will make something that works for you, whether it's for a month or, you know, however long. You know, all these people started out with me saying, hey, it's month to month. You stay with me as long as you want. And when you're done with it, you just let me know in advance. Boom. We'll finish out the month and you're off and you're free and you're right. Uh, An answer to Matt's question next Tuesday. Yeah, of course next Tuesday. Think I'm going to bitch out on you in the last show of the year? No, we're going to kind of take a look back at the show of the year. We'll get some of your calls. We'll probably have some nice succulent guests show as as normally scheduled, Matt. Come on. Mama didn't raise no bitches. Hopefully you have enjoyed the WPIX Yule Log which has been playing in the background with nice tunes. <laughs> End of year awards, Patrick. That's a good idea. I should do that. Next year, starting in January, I need to assemble a core group of listeners that listen to every show and we can uh, choose like best guest or uh, best uh, pit master or funniest moment of the show or blah, blah, blah. Best recipe shared, something like that. If you're interested in doing that, let's uh, have an email powwow and we'll try and put something together. Anyway, this is my Christmas behind me. So hopefully you've enjoyed it. The WPIX... Yule Log, which I'll be watching on Sunday, of course. And probably tomorrow as I wrap presents late night because I'm a procrastinator. 
All right, let's uh, go ahead and get going out of this bad boy. Uh, All the way back in the first hour, we had the new 2014 KCBS Team of the Year, Donnie Bray, Warren County Porkchoppers, ladies and gentlemen, that's right. Recap the uh, year, looked ahead to 2015, if the repeat is in the cards. He did not say that he was going after a repeat, specifically, but he did say that he was going to do as many or a little bit more competitions than he did this year, and uh, we'll let the, call, uh, let the cards fall where they may. Also, we had my mom talk about prime rib tactics. Uh, also, in the second hour, we had Chad Ward, Whiskey Ben Barbecue, whiskeybenbbq.com. Talked about some of the hot moments of 2014. Recapped uh, his thoughts on the KCBS Team of the Year. If uh, Sweet Smoke Q would be able to run the table in both. Chad Ward offering a variety of opinions on a number of different topics. And continually being successful in the retailing industry of the barbecue and grilling sector as well. Uh, And I want to thank all of you for coming on. Also, thanks to the baddies for coming on and helping parents out with some last-minute gift ideas. If they are too procrastinators of seismic and gargantuan proportion. We will be back next week. We will have a show. Uh, Before we get to that, if you have raw cast iron it, season it each and every time. As it starts to cool down, hit it with a grill brush, get all the bits off, and then a little Pam or a little Crisco in, let it burn back in. Generations of rust-free service. Uh, September 11, 2001. I will never forget. We'll be back for the uh, year in review show next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Until then, Merry Christmas to each and every one of you. Tonight live, tomorrow, Thursday on podcast, whenever. And uh, we'll be back here next Tuesday. Until then, this is your program host, Proud U.S. American, Greg Rempe. Good night now.